We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Thank you for joining us today. The Word of God provides everything we need throughout our earthly existence. There is absolutely nothing that has, is, or will occur in our lives that is not covered by the blood of Jesus. Our sovereign God loves us so much that He created us in His own image and sacrificed His only begotten sinless Son to cover all of our sins. When we surrender our all to Him, we begin to experience the greatest love of all and become recipients of eternal life. Listen with Bible, pen, and paper handy as Pastor Rander ministers to us today. Okay. What I want to preach on tonight uh, to the young folk and to the the parents as well, this message is for everybody under the sound of my voice because the truth is the truth. And the truth is for all people. And you're accountable for what you hear. And as I pray that you will write this down, and and as I pray that you would take it and apply the truth, and see what God would have you to know and how he will have you to apply what you've heard so that you can live your life at an optimum level to the glory of God. We want want to preach on uh, in this new year God's will for living a successful Christian life. God's will for living a successful Christian life. So many are looking for success in the wrong places and they have a misconception of what it really is. Success from the world's perspective is money. People who think they're successful because they have fame. People look at success by having power. People equate success with prestige, popularity, materialism, uh, material possession, status, and having a great career. You can have a great career and appear to be successful, but not successful from God's perspective. However, success from the world's perspective is not success from God's perspective. You may want to write that down because you don't hear that too often. Success from the world's perspective is not success from God's perspective, which is to know and do God's will for your life as a teenager, to know and do God's will as a young adult, to know and do God's will as a millennial, as a college age person, a person in in the military, trade school, or whatever, and to know and do God's will for all of you who are under my voice. God wants you to be successful from a spiritual perspective and not a worldly perspective so that you can glorify God and honor him and he will flourish you in ways you can't even imagine. With that being said, what is God's will for your life in this brand new year? Success from God's perspective is actually being in the will of God 
and knowing God's will and doing God's will. So what is God's will for your life in this brand new year? Number one is God's will that you know you are, the word is saved without a doubt. You got to know that you're saved without a doubt. Acts chapter 16, verse 31, it says, so they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Romans chapter 10, verse 13 also says, for whoever called on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Young people, if you struggle at the point of your salvation, you cannot live at the maximum of your potential for Christ. It is imperative that you know Christ and have a personal relationship with him. It is impossible to know God's will and experience the victorious Christian life apart from having the life of God living in your soul. Do you know without a doubt that the life of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, is living in your soul? You have to know that. You, you, you can't waver on that. You can't struggle with that. If you struggle with the issue of salvation, you will struggle all of your life. And you'll miss God's best for you. So that you must know. It is imperative that you know Christ and have a personal relationship with him. It is impossible to know uh, God's will and experience the victorious Christian life apart from having the life of God in your soul. Because life is so complex. You need to be saved because life is challenging. It's complex. It's challenging. I'm going to tell you something. You know already, life is difficult. It's nothing easy about life. Life is not even fair. It's not even fair. You're going to have injustice. You're going to have things thrown at you. You're going to be hurt. You're going to be judged unfairly. It's a racist society. People will just throw rocks and hide their hands at you. Those, you say, well, how you know it's going to happen? It happened to Jesus. Life is difficult. Life is even dangerous. Do you realize the world is a dangerous world? You, it's, you don't know if you're going to leave this world eating at a McDonald's or Burger King or some steakhouse or movie theater, a classroom or even the church. You need to be ready to make your departure from this world at any moment. I want to let you know something now. You need to write this down on the side somewhere so you can remind yourself you are not too young to die. It's not just old folk that die. Young folk die as well. Okay. So life is dangerous. You need to come to Jesus now and not only come to Jesus You need to abide in Christ, to live in Christ, to allow him to be at home in you. And you need to be ever so close to the Lord Jesus Christ. James chapter four, verse eight says, come close to God, draw near to God and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, purify your hearts. You need to have clean hearts, clean hearts, pure hearts. For your loyalty is divided between God and the world. You see, the word of God cleanses and purifies the the spiritual toxins out of our lives. It is this book, the word of God, 
that cleanses the spiritual toxins out of our life. And every day we need a, like we take a bath, a physical bath, you need a spiritual bath, and it's with the washing of the word of God to keep your life holy and acceptable before God. The word of God cleanses and purifies the spiritual toxins out of our lives, and it also helps us maintain our loyalty to Christ. Say the word loyalty. We live in an age where there is very little loyalty. My mama and daddy, they have been loyal to their church for almost 60 years. Now, did their church have trials? Yes. Did they understand it all? Uh, No. But did did they hang in there? Yes. And we live in a day where people can't stay anywhere. They have they, they don't have that stick to it. And if they can't persevere, they can't they can't stick it out. The, the, the first the first order of the day is just to run away. But you can't run from everything. S- some things you will have to work through. There needs to be loyalty. Say loyalty again. Loyalty. There's little there's very little loyalty and friendships. Sadly, there's very little loyalty in marriages, so much infidelity and unfaithful, unfaithfulness, very little loyalty today in the church where people can't come faithfully, give of the tithes and often faithfully come in the evening, evening services when it is when it is on. Very little loyalty on the jobs. People have to be watched looked after you can't work as unto the Lord soon as somebody turns their head there you go doing something you ought not be doing where is the loyalty the loyalty that is a key word the word of God increases your loyalty it cultivates loyalty you need to rediscover the word loyalty it is needed. You need to you, you, you need to meditate on that word. And, and you have to be loyal to God. If you're not loyal to God, you're not going to be loyal to anybody else. God will not share his glory with another. He says, you will have no other gods before me. I saved you, he says. I created you. I, 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 I gave you the word of God. I created heaven for you. I, I, God says, I sent my son to down the cross for you. Where is your loyalty toward me? And when you get in the word of God, it increases your loyalty. Life's circumstances uniquely affect people differently. Yet God's love, grace, and mercy are limitless. The good news is God's word is uniquely sufficient. He knows what to do in every situation. He made us and he knows us better than we know ourselves. The Bible tells us to trust him, lean on him, and to acknowledge him, whether it's a success, a setback, or a failure. No matter what it is, God will order our steps when we depend on him and him alone to uniquely perform his good and perfect work within us. Listen as Pastor Rander continues. Number two, number two, it is God's will that you know the urgency of prayer, that you know the urgency of prayer. Ephesians chapter six, verse 18 says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, in the Holy Spirit, being watchful, being watchful is being alert 
to this end with all persevere, all perseverance. That's staying the course, bearing up under, carrying on when it when it gets tough. When the going gets tough, the tough gets going. Stay in the course. Prayer, perseverance, supplication. That's petitioning God, earnestly crying out to God, uh, interceding for for your for your children, your friends, your relatives, your co-workers, neighbors, for, for the president, the Supreme Court, the Congress, the senator, the governor, the mayors, interceding for those in authority over us. Supplication, earnestly requesting of God that he would move in a, in a certain area of your requests. For all the saints, we ought to be praying for one another. You ought to be praying for me. Do you know how badly Satan wants me? And do you know how badly Satan wants you? Satan wants to destroy you before you get going. Satan doesn't care nothing about you coming up in a Christian home. He doesn't care nothing about how much money you make, what job you work on. His goal is to steal kill and destroy according to the gospel of John chapter 10 verse 10. He has a damnable destructive plan for your life and he will succeed if you are not alert and if you don't take heed to what is being uh, dispensed from from the pulpit from the word of God. You don't have to be a victim. You can be a victor to the glory of almighty God. Amen? So, so that's, that's very, 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 very needful for us, us to know that. Jeremiah 29, 12 also says, then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you. I love that scripture. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you. The deeper you commune with God in prayer will result in your standing firm It will result in your persevering. It will result in your strength from the Lord. When you pray, you will have a clear mind in your thinking and in your decision making. You all are at the point, the crossroad of decisions. You got some major decisions you got to make in your life and you need a clear mind and and prayer clears your mind so you can think the way God would have you think so that you won't make critical mistakes at, at the most critical time in your life. Prayer helps you to be alert, be watchful. Prayer will encourage your heart when nobody else will encourage you. Prayer will comfort you. Prayer will give you peace of mind. Prayer will lift confusion out of your mind. It will lift confusion out of your thinking. It will do that. Confusion is all around you. The politicians are confused. Uh, uh, the confusion on the jobs, confusion in many churches. Uh, many folk don't come to church because I talked to one lady one day, uh, a bank teller, and uh, I said, uh, do you go to church? She said, not anymore. She said, I said, why you don't go? Because everyone I go to end up in a big fight and I'm tired of fighting. I can, I can fight at home. If this is the way church is, I don't want it. When people come in here, this needs to be a place of refuge. It needs to be a place of hope. It needs to be a place of healing. We need to focus on those things that have lasting, eternal value. That's why God tells us to grow up so we won't be fighting over the color of the chairs, the color of the robe, or the color of the floor. 
Amen. And listen, now you all have grown up numerically. You know, you didn't just get 18, 19, 20, 25 overnight. That was a process from your being conceived in your mother's womb to the age you are now. And there's a process for you to go spiritually in Christ. You don't just all of a sudden wave a wand and you become spiritually mature. That's a process. That's a process. It's doing this, getting pen and paper, writing truth, reading the scriptures, open that Bible, saying, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. I don't want to do it my way. I want to do it your way. I want a new beginning this year. I'm tired of doing it my way. I'm tired of, I'm tired of that. I want to please you. So here I am. Do whatever you want to do. I, you know, the, the, way to get, the way to get ahead in life is just to surrender. Just to surrender. Surrender your life, your will, your, pl- your purpose. Surrender everything to God. Uh, number three, it is God's will that you know and live God's word. It is God's will that you know, and not only know, but, but live God's word. Joshua 1.8 is our memory verse for this month. This book of the law shall not depart, depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Beloved, if you saturate your mind with the word of God, don't speed read the Bible. Read it slowly. Get you a whole Bible. Old Testament and New Testament. Don't get a half Bible. You need a whole book. Okay? And then saturate your mind. I take a passage and I go over and over. Right now I'm, I'm meditating on Exodus 20. Now I've already highlighted, I've already remarked it. Now I'm going to go back and revisit Exodus 20. That, that, that contained the Ten Commandments. You should not steal. Baffles with this against your neighbor. I'm just reading all of that right in that area. You say, well, where, are you reading? where were you reading before that? I was reading the Christmas accounts. During December, I spent my time meditating on the birth of Christ. And then I look for various passages as it relates to the birth of Christ, starting all the way from Genesis uh, 3.15 and working my way through so that I can get excited about what God did for me in the fullness of time. You need to get to know your Bible. Learn your Bible. The Messiah is in the Old Testament and the New Testament. The Old Testament is the New Testament concealed. The New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. Both are equally inspired. You need the word of God. You need it all. This is the whole counsel of God. It is the book of life. It will bring transformation. It will open your life to new spiritual dimensions, the likes of which you've never seen before. (laughs) Beloved, if you saturate your mind, your soul, spirit, and life with the word of God and make it priority over the things of this world, you will have a fulfilled life. If you stick with this book, Now, you got to read other books. That's fine. But don't let it substitute this book. I get all you can see around my bed and my library. I got books everywhere in in my office, books everywhere. But I got to start with this book first. The Bible, the Bible. If you stay with the Bible and you read it and you meditate on it, like that passage says, you will have a fulfilled life. 
You will have a rich life. Listen, you will have a rich life. If you read and meditate on this word, you will have a fruitful life. You will have a life that is filled with purpose. And the scripture, the scripture says you will have good success. You will have good success. Success comes to those who are growing spiritually. How many of you want to be successful? How many of you out there want to be successful? Everybody's hand ought to be up. Then you need to be growing spiritually. If you're not growing spiritually, don't expect success. Number four, it is God's will that you listen. The word is listen to him amidst the competing voices of this world. It's a lot of voices out there, but you have to listen to the voice of God. Hebrews 3.15 says, while, uh, while it is said today, if you hear, hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. The gospel of John chapter 8 verses 47 also says, whoever is of God hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. If you can see, hear the words of this book, read the words of this book, and deliberately rebel against this book, that's a sign that you are not even of God. He said, how do you know that? Because of what the word says in John 8, 47. Who Whoever is of God, if you belong to God, you saved by God, you have a relationship with God, you hear the words of God. And the reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. Beloved, a sure sign that you are saved is that there is an inner longing to hear God and not allow the competing voices of this world system, such as your friends, to drown out the word of God. You don't want the talk shows to drown out the word of God. You don't want the media to drown out the word of God. You don't want politicians. Don't listen. Don't let those politicians screw you up and mess up your thinking. I don't care what part of the end. There's enough corruption in both parties, all those parties to go around. Your hope is not in politicians. It is in God. I see folk raging mad and cussing and acting all crazy and out of their mind. And all these presidents, they all come and they all go. But God is still on the throne. Don't allow the liberal professors to change your thinking about God. Don't, let, don't allow the voices of so, social media to, to change your thinking about God. The lyrics of music to drown out the voice of God. In your life, the scripture says that the reason you do not hear the voice of God is because you do not know him. And there are a lot of competing voices, but you got to know the voice of God. You say, well, how do you know the voice of God? By reading this book. This book is the voice of God, the word of God, instructions from God. It is a supernatural book, preserved, inspired, infallible given for us for growth, transformation and growth, spiritual maturity, uh, for, for sifting of our lives. Number five, it is God's will that you live an obedient life. It is God's will that you live an obedient life. Deuteronomy 28, one and two says, now it shall come to pass. If you diligently obey the voice of the Lord, your God, to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high. When you obey God, he will set you high. You, now, you know what's wrong? You older folk too? 
Sometimes you try to promote yourself and lift yourself up. You don't have to promote. You don't have to push yourself. You don't have to promote yourself. The Lord will set you high above all nations. He will elevate you in the fullness of time. He'll put you in places that you won't be able to explain how you got there other than God. There's some of you under my voice. You got great jobs, great positions, and you don't even have the greed to get there, but God put you there. Some of you are over people and you don't know how you got over them apart from God. Some of you own jobs you never thought you would work on. But God, he'll set you high above all nations of, of the earth. That's how America, just a little over 200 years old, America became so dominant, so powerful, so fast, moved ahead of the nations. You know why? The na- this nation was founded on God. It was founded on God, and God elevated this nation, a young nation. I mean, y- y'all think 200 and some years, y'all think that's old. That's not old. Go, go, check out Egypt. You think America is just a little tiny baby with pampers on. In, India is old. Huh? You know, go, go, Europe is old. America is just a baby in light of all these countries. And so God will set you high above all nations of the earth. All and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. Now, you know what? Sometimes trouble overtake people because they live so badly. But you know what? what the word of God says, blessings will overtake you when you obey him. How many of you want to be overtaken by blessings of God? I mean, the blessings catch up with you and overtake you and shower you. Now, I, I, I love that. The blessings are overtaking me because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Blessings will overtake you, not cursing, not judgment. As committed children of the only true and living God, we walk by faith and not by sight. Life on earth is not easy, yet even in the midst of trials and tribulations, we have joy, hope, peace, strength, and God's blessed assurance as we face trials. Best yet, we look forward to hearing our Savior say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant, an eternal life with our Lord and Savior. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683.